In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You realize that the coffee pot is placed in the east side of our chapel where conversation and relationship is recognized. To the text, St. Louis Gospel, chapter 10, verse 29, the lawyer posed the question, and who is my neighbor? You notice the way Jesus framed the answer. It is framed in the context of cross-cultural, Semitic, and I dare say, in an African manner, telling the story. And Jesus states, a man was going from Jerusalem to Jericho. And of course, you can tell the stories in its completeness. And he fell among robbers. And maybe this could be placed in the context of our modern day Chicago or LA or even New York City. I know some of you are from New York. But that goes the story. A man traveling fell among robbers and they beat him and stripped him up. Well, the question really, the substance of the question is not in the question itself. Rather, it is in the object and the conclusion of the story. Says Jesus, of these three, which of them proved to be a neighbor? In the context of our life together in this seminary, the question is asked, who is my neighbor? Is it when we offer the Valentine flowers or cards? Is it when we exchange Christmas cards and salutation? Is it when we invite someone to a dinner or supper or lunch? The question still stands, who is my neighbor in the context of our community and life together? My friends, you and I are created as a unique being placed in this place, in this community, to share and to realize that we are God's children. And we are meant to be communal in our actions and in our lives. 
We need to be relational. We need even to resemble the attitude and manner of Jesus. We need to reflect Jesus among ourselves as we deal with one another. Who is my neighbor? Asked our Lord. Well, in my context in Africa, neighbor is very important. Neighbor is not one who distances himself from your next door friend. A neighbor is one who you go an extra mile for in helping, in befriending, in being kind and hospitable. In Africa for us, a neighbor is built and centered in the context of relationship. And hence when I see brother Markem in the morning, we do not shake hands, but we hug ourselves. The warmth being shared between one another. And even sometime when I visit him in his office, by the way, he has different sets of teas, and he will offer me the variety of tea left to me to choose. That's relationship in a practical demonstration. And that's what that person did for Jesus, for the, the, the robber the man who fell among the thieves. He went an extra mile. That is community. That is relationship. I have a son who is now studying law. And he comes home every day to practice his law on mama and daddy. And you know when you get to the point where you get fed up with hearing something again and again, and I had to say to him, look my son, you live in a Lutheran house. You live in a Lutheran home where we do not speak law, but we speak grace and mercy and forgiveness. So yes, we must symbolize Jesus Christ in our action. For in our baptism, a radical miracle happened. In our baptism, we are died into sin and rise into life in Jesus. So there is a transformation taking place in our baptism. And we sing that song, the old, old things. I see some gray hair around. The old, old things have passed away. That's what happened in our baptism. When we die into sin, we rise up 
there is an evolution taking place. We rise up into Jesus as a new creation to demonstrate relationship and partnership in a community such as ours. In our life together, we must reflect Jesus. We must be like Jesus to each other. And St. Paul to the Ephesians says, be gentle, be kind, forbearing one another in love. Be gentle, be kind, forbearing one another in love. You all know the text, the passage. For God so loved the world. Dr. Eric Ammon spoke about incarnation. For God so loved the world that he incarnated himself in a human form so that we see God reflecting in Jesus. And so in our baptism, we must also reflect Christ as we act and behave and celebrate the joy of Jesus. I hate to see Christians, Lutherans, that are boring. We have a living Savior who is alive. And we are meant to communicate that living Savior to the world. And as I deal with people of other faiths, Muslim, Buddhist, Hindus, etc., etc., I show them the love of Jesus. That's what the world is looking for. It's not all this concept, it's not all the theological terms, it is how practically we live our lives. We must go back to the first century Christian. And we must not be like Bin Latin who wants us to go back to the seventh century of Islam. But the first Christian, first century Christians, it was said of them, see how they live among themselves. That's what community life is all about. It is about relationship, practically de demonstrating Jesus in our actions and in our living. This place, this seminary, is one of the best places you can ever find, I dare say, in the entire universe. I hope Dr. Meyer will give me a raise for that. <laughs> so to you, brothers and sisters in Christ, prof, students,
visitors, alumni. May we all demonstrate Jesus in our actions so that the world may realize that we Christians are different and we Lutherans are unique in our world in St. Louis and beyond. May God grant that it will be true of us as we relate to one another. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.